0: In this episode, we are celebrating independence with Sarinam. Welcome to another episode of What Good? I'm your storyteller Keisha Christie and in this episode we are celebrating Independence Day with Suriname, formerly known as Dutch Guyana. This small country is located in South America and it is flanked by Guyana and French Guyana. It is known as Dutch Guyana as it was a Dutch colony However, it is also known as a cultural melting pot as there are a number of different cultures living in this country. It is also known to be the least populated country in the world. There is more greenery and forestry as the people population is considerably smaller compared to the rest of the world. This also means that Suriname is a hot bed of natural resources and most notably bauxite. It is one of the world's top producers of bauxite. So let's get into some of the tourist aspects of Suriname before we get into the stories. The best way, as I always say, to learn about a country is really to understand their national symbols. So let's start with the national flag and what their symbols on the flag and colors mean. The colors on the flag are green, white, and red with a yellow star. The green stands for the fertility of the land and the opportunity for hope and a new and better Suriname. White symbolizes justice and freedom, and red symbolizes love. The yellow star symbolizes the unity of all the groups, the multicultural groups in the country. In Suriname, they speak Dutch. And their motto is something that I find very and full of strength and prosperity. The motto is justice, parity, and fidelity. The national flower is Fayalobi, also known as Fury Love. And the national bird is the Great Kiskidi. And the national animal is known as Jeffrey's Jagarandi. We've talked about the national symbols, but we can't move on without talking about the national dish for Suriname. The national dish is a chicken and rice dish known as pom. It is made with uh, shredded chicken and kaya root. Now that we've covered all of the national symbols, let's get into the stories. Crick, crack, crick, crack. Let's get into it. This first story is called A Lie Hurts More Than a Wound. Anansi has had many travels, and in this story, he ends up at a palace having conversations with a king. On this particular day, they were reasoning about all kinds of things, and during their discussion, the topic of what would hurt more comes up, kind of like the conversation that we have of who would win a bear or some person. In this matter, Anansi mentioned that a lie would hurt more than a wound, and the king said, oh, no, 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 no. Nancy, how is that possible? When you have a wound, you have a cut. It is open. It could get infected. It often hurts. So it's the wound that would hurt more than the lie. Anansi said, King, let us make a bet that a lie hurts more than a wound. The king said, all right, let us bet. And Nancy said, well, as long as you allow me to test the theory. The king agreed so the two went to their respective homes the king went back to his palace and retired for the evening and anansi spent some time planning his next move in the night while everyone was asleep anansi returned to the palace when he went to the palace he climbed up all of the stairs and stood not far from the king's bedroom and that is where anansi wiggled himself twisted himself wiggled some more and left a large amount of excrement at the top of the stairs not far from the king's bedroom when anansi was done and before everyone rose for the day he wiggled himself underneath the excrement in order to enact his plan Well, the sun rose and the king came out of his bedroom and was shocked to see a large amount of excrement outside of his room. He could not believe that someone would have the audacity to leave such a thing, not only in the palace, but not far from his bedroom. So he called all of the servants and everyone in the castle to say, who would have left this here? No one knew. No one had the answer. They muttered amongst themselves to say to see if they could figure it out, but nobody knew. One of the soldiers were standing near the excrement and heard something coming from it. So he leaned in a little bit closer, and he heard a voice say that the king left it there. The king left it there, and it kept repeating itself over and over and over again. So as the people started to disperse and return to their daily duties the soldier turned to the king and said my king i hear a voice coming from the excrement it says you left it here the king was so shocked he looked around and everyone was turning and looking at the king he was so ashamed he became red in the face he was so discouraged would leave it there and then say that the king himself had done it, he returned to his room and closed the door. He really felt really bad about the situation and how everyone was looking at him and now all of his servants and his soldiers were thinking that he was the one who left the excrement outside of his door and he knew it was not true but who would believe him now? So the house keeping staff came and cleaned up this excrement from outside of the king's room and the king was so worried that they were still thinking it was him but a funny thing happened when the excrement was picked up a little spider came out and ran away so the housekeeping person went to the soldier and said i saw a spider while i was cleaning up this mess but the soldier went to the king and said my king When the mess was being cleaned up, there was a spider that ran out of it. The king was infuriated. He called for Anansi. He was so distraught about the whole situation and how so many people were thinking about that the king himself had left it there, that he became so ill and bedridden with the grief of it all. When he heard that Anansi could have taken part in the situation, the king called for him immediately. When Anansi returned to the palace, he met the king. And the king said, Anansi, are you the one responsible for this? And Anansi said, yes. See, king, I told you that a lie can hurt more than a wound. This next story is called the boxing contest. Anansi and Tiger entered into a contest. They wanted to see who was the strongest. Anansi knew that Tiger was bigger and stronger than he was, but Anansi wanted to prove that he was just as strong. So here was the contest. Every morning at 5 a.m., one had to go to the other's house and strike him. Anansi was first to go, but Anansi knew that he needed a little bit of an edge. So that afternoon, Anansi went to the ironsmith and asked him to make him a hammer, which he did. The next morning at 5 a.m., Anansi showed up at Tiger's home. And as Tiger opened the door before he knew it, Anansi struck him with the hammer. And Tiger was rendered confused. And Anansi left. The next morning, it would be Tiger's turn. But Anansi needed a plan. He called on his friend, Brer Rabbit, and he said, Brer Rabbit, come and stay at my home. I'm not feeling very well, but every morning I have someone who brings me food. Would you be able to open the door for me? So, Rabbit agreed and stayed the night at Anansi's house. Anansi feigned sick and that he had a fever and was looking very, very sad. So, that morning, When Tiger came to strike Anansi, as Rabbit opened the door and without looking, Tiger struck Rabbit and went on his way. The next morning, Anansi showed up to Tiger's house. And when Tiger opened the door, he was frightened to see Anansi because he thought he had knocked Anansi out. And before he knew it, Anansi struck him again with the hammer and he was rendered confused. And off Anansi went. Of course, the next day, it would be Tiger's turn. This time, Anansi called on his friend, Br'er Deer, and he explained to Br'er Deer that he was not feeling very well, but every morning, somebody brought him food, and if Deer could come, so that someone would be able to open the door, and Deer agreed. Deer spent the night at Anansi's home, and Anansi feigned being very sick and not feeling very well. So that morning, when the person came to bring the food, Deer opened the door, and before he knew it, Tiger struck him without looking and went back home. The next day, Anansi showed up at Tiger's house, and Tiger was frightened. How could this be? He struck Anansi harder than the last time. Anansi should not be here at his door. Anansi is not stronger than he is, but yet here Anansi was. And Tiger remembered the first hit and the second strike and realized he didn't want to do it again. So he said, Bren, Nancy, forgive me. I thought that I would win this contest because I am bigger and stronger than you. But you've proven that your hand is much stronger than mine. Anansi smiled and went away because Anansi won the contest and nobody knew Anansi. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Wa Good. And before we say goodbye, we want to wish Suriname a happy Independence Day on November the 25th. Join us next week as we upload new episodes every Tuesday for your enjoyment. As we always say, gather your family and your friends, learn something new, reminisce about the old days, and as always, Wa Good.